Do you want me to play the intro music? Oh, yeah, yeah, play the intro music. Okay. <laughs> Warm me up here. Okay, here we go. Welcome to Double Cuzzies, where two people who share 25% of their DNA and their entire extended families talk about life. Double Cousins. It's like if Brandy and Ray J married Rob and Kim Kardashian <laughs> and had kids. <laughs> no. I'm trying to ground these more in reality and history. So <laughs> that one's a little too real. Too close to reality. Yeah. Yeah. You know yeah. that's happened in some other alternate timeline from this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. There's, yeah, an alternate universe where that's just going on. Where there's a... That is, is the culture. What is Brandy... What is Brandy and Ray J's last name? Is J a last name or a middle name? <laughs> <laughs> Brandy J Brandy and J Ray J. And Ray J. Brand- married like Rob and Kim Kardashian. Yep. I'm looking this up. Brand- oh, I was not expecting that. Brandy Norwood. Oh, okay. Better known by her mononym, Brandy. Mononym. Okay. Another career goal. To Wait, she only Dogg's go cousin? by a mononym. Tupac's cousin? Snoop Dogg's cousin. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I was like, wait, that doesn't sound right. I know that she's somebody's cousin. Oh, okay. So I wonder on what side of the family. Oh, Are they see. double cousins? This episode is actually dissecting brandy norwood the norwood family and <laughs> the, the norwood f- dog <laughs> the, the dog family the norwood and dog family yeah. let's see i don't know if, for the uh... next 40 minutes we will investigate <laughs> <laughs> all right this podcast is just whatever we want to talk yeah about. exactly so listeners thank you for joining for episode four so originally for this episode we were going to talk about social media and technology and how it is improving and ruining our lives all at the same time. But we decided to take a detour because for anybody who listened to episode three, it will not be a surprise, certainly not a surprise to me, having listened (laughs) to episodes one, two, and three several times in the editing process. But uh, my my guest star today, Kalia, (laughs) and co-host, has quit her job. Yay, I feel Kalia. like the title, the title of this episode should just be... One of us quit. Kalia quits. Oh, yeah, one of, one of the quit. cousins quits. We got to tease him, Kalia. You got to get him to listen to it yeah, to find can't out. Yeah, give it all away. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. way, whatever friends I've shared with, they'll be like, oh, fuck, did Emily quit? Oh, yeah. And then they got to yeah, listen to find out. Running. I'll tell they them. They got to listen. Yeah. And now they all drop off because they know. Oh, they're like, oh, I don't give a shit about Kalia. I don't know Kalia. (laughs) (laughs) But your friends will be engrossed in the next however long we discuss this for. Yeah. So as part of the editing process, too, and listening to ourselves talk for so many hours, I think if listeners, if you want to have a new level of self-awareness, start a podcast with your cousin because Mm -hmm. you will definitely become aware of your speech idiosyncrasies as well as the fact that I didn't really ask a whole lot of questions of each other, actually. <laughs> it was mostly just us talking at each other. So, listeners, I hope you enjoyed that. But uh, yeah. I think one of the skills that, at least for myself anyways, I'm definitely going to try improve on 
asking better interview questions and asking Mm -hmm. more questions and listening more. So mm-hmm. I think today's episode will be an exercise in me mostly interviewing you, Kalia, about mm-hmm. how you're feeling. I didn't prepare anything yeah. at all. <laughs> yeah. So that's good. You quit. That was all the prep work that was needed yes. for this yes. discussion. Yeah. So I guess let's just get into it then. Kalia, in the last episode, you were talking about how you were in a good paying job. It was stable, but it didn't really have all the pieces that you were looking for in a job. How did you decide to make the jump? Yeah, it's something that's been I've been thinking of for a while. I've had a good experience. I really believe in the company, but the opportunities and the advancement that I should have been rewarded never came. And I had people really advocating for me and fighting for me. And it was just really disappointing that never happened. And it's a funny time for me to quit because I'm very close to having that opportunity in this job. I would essentially be promoted if I hung around for a couple more weeks. And so I was grappling with, do I stay and get that title and experience in that raise? Because I have put in five years and I feel like this is finally going somewhere. But the bigger part of me realized that the other pieces of my work and when I need to be fulfilled by being a part of a team, we're not there. And so me hanging on for that promotion and for that recognition really just would have been a waste of my emotional effort, my mental effort, and really just like, in the end, probably my self-worth because me staying would have been just staying for that recognition, but wasn't serving me or wouldn't serve me in any healthy way. So that was the breaking point was really me realizing that for myself and getting to a place where I was comfortable and really assured in making that decision for myself. And I'm not quitting to pursue something really definitive or set in stone. Like I'm just going to take time off to... Wait, you mean you're not going to throw yourself 100% (laughs) into doing this podcast? Oh, okay. I guess I still need to to keep my day job then. (laughs) Fine. But honestly, like, so the past couple of weeks, my work has been just really hard because there's been some staffing changes I've had to take on a lot. And it really put things into new perspective. And I feel like I didn't have much time to actually pursue things for fun or pleasure. But I did have a moment when I was editing audio over the weekend. And I felt just I felt so happy. (laughs) I felt so satisfied in working with this other thing that wasn't a career or the day-to-day work. And it was a great feeling to recognize that and feel that and be in the moment and realize this is what I want more of, whether that's in traditional work or just new things or hobbies or activities that I pursue. This is what I need more of. So I'm finally going to have the space to do that. And I'm excited about that. Yeah. Stay tuned. We'll see what... Mm -hmm. We'll see what a free Kalia comes up with. (laughs) And for any future employers that are listening out there, Kalia was very clear about what she values and what she wants out of a job in episode three. So (laughs) yeah, if you have a company or an idea that matches a lot of those, then. (laughs) And that's probably going to evolve over the next couple of weeks too, as I have more just mental freedom. Yeah, we won't need to do a quarterly adulting review. We can do this on a monthly basis. You're going to be working at a faster clip here. So yeah. What do you think was the biggest mental roadblock to get past as you were going through this process of deciding, Mm. should I quit? Should I stay for a couple more weeks? Should I stay indefinitely? Mm -hmm. How did, take us through your decision process there. I think there were a couple blocks that I was 
trying to work through and became very apparent. And I got to a better space where I could really approach them head on and see them for what they were. Two of them were what my family would think and what my colleagues would think. As your family, I'm fully supportive of you, Kalia. <laughs> so <laughs> check mark. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, just approaching that first one, what my family would think. I think in the last episode, we talked a lot about how self-worth and understanding of somebody, especially in our family, or just what that person is doing, how they're doing is always in the same realm or the same exact relation to what they're doing professionally. And so I think I, I have a lot that's wrapped up in that. Like if I'm not working a job that's reasonable and understandable and that has some level of success, then what am I going to be to my family? And that's still, I'm still grappling with that feeling, but I think being more assured with myself and confident in this decision I'm making for myself is helping me work past that. Like those opinions don't have to matter. If anything, my family, I hope would be supportive that I'm taking the step for myself and investing in myself, even if it's not something that is really traditional or like other things that other people in my family are doing. So that was a big one for me, just the perception of my family, because this is unlike what I've done. I've never done this. It's unlike what anybody else has done. So it's just foreign. Because after college, you have always been, it, it's been one job to another, right? After college... I, I was working at a restaurant in college and I kept that job after um, while I figured out what I wanted to do. And then I got an internship and a job shortly after. But yeah, I was always working mm -hmm. in, in some traditional sense, worked throughout college as well. So always doing something. And then I think between, yeah, between this current job that I'm leaving and the one before it, I had, I gave myself two weeks of fun employment and honestly, it was like the best two weeks of my life. <laughs> so looking forward to having that feeling again. Hopefully it's similar or the same, but yeah, family was a big hang up and just, I think I have, and I still have a lot of notions of self-worth tied up in that. I think through this process, it's, it's realizing whatever that opinion is. It doesn't really have much to do with me or what I'm doing. I shouldn't take it personally. A lot of the times, most of the time, if there's a judgment or an opinion, it's because of something else that the person making that judgment or opinion is going through. So I shouldn't really base how I feel off of that. What do you think has been helpful to get you into that thought process or to that realization of not caring so much about what mm. your family or what other people think? That's a good question. In this particular case, I never really experienced much care or support for what I do outside of the tactical, tangible thing that I do. I think it was just a feeling of I need to take care of myself first and I'm very unsatisfied and most days of the week, very miserable with my work. So why would I stay in this just to define myself nicely for other people? Yeah. And that wasn't worth it. You know, it wasn't worth putting myself through that stress and anguish and 
I'm very grateful that financially I'm in a place where I can make a move like this. I know that's not the case for many people, but that's something that I've found in a newfound pride in that I can do that for myself and make that decision. Yeah. And yeah, really just putting myself first. <laughs> Did that answer the question? I think so. I was also going to follow it up with how much do you think our conversation in the last episode where I told you that we can we be just so detached free. from our family. <laughs> we just disassociate <laughs> from everything that makes us ourselves. Then we could be truly happy. <laughs> it was oh, that, man. right? That was the it last was straw. That yeah. Moment. yeah. I put my two weeks in right after. It was that. editing <laughs> that episode and listening to that over and over again. <laughs> yeah. I think these conversations can working through those feelings and new realizations definitely has helped me grow and reach this point of of self-assurance and self-realization. So I think it's been a process. And then also two weeks ago when we recorded that episode, like I I realized at the end of the week, I was totally exhausted from work. I was stressed out and I was like experiencing depression. Like just, it was affecting everything. My mood was really low. I felt really low. I felt really agitated all the time. And I was like, shit, if this is going to be a constant thing, I don't, want to put myself in a place where I have to work eight or nine hours a day and this is the end result every single day. And I mentioned that to you and, and you were editing the audio and you're like, yeah, you do. You sounded different yeah. when we recorded and that's just not the person I want to be. So I feel grateful that I can make this decision for myself and I have this option. Why not? It's it's about time that I, I listen to that part of myself and take care of it. Listen to your inner child. She'll tell you what to do. <laughs> All right. Maybe it's a good time to take a break now. Miss Kalia, do you have a commercial for us oh, today? Shit. Yeah. Where is it, actually? Do you ever score a cool sticker at an event, on vacation, in a box of candy, or at your favorite neighborhood coffee joint, and then just tuck it in a drawer or box somewhere, only to find it a year later and think to yourself, damn, this is a cool sticker, and then put it back and repeat the discovery another year or two or four years later? Well, you're not alone, and boy, do I have a solution for you. The sticker books of your 1990s youth are back. It's called a notebook. Literally, get a spiral-bound mead, or if you're feeling super adult, a nice leather-bound moleskin, the same ones that Ernest Hemingway put his stickers in, and peel off the backs of those precious stickers and archive them forever on those golden, artisanal-bound pages of paper. Gone are the days of wasting away a good sticker's potential by hiding it in the dark. And I mean, you can only put so many stickers on your emotional support water bottle. So I encourage you to start your own adult sticker book aka sticker notebook today and transform your sticker hoarding into organized sticker collecting and showcasing that likely only you or no one else will ever see still. Thank you to the National Association of Paper Manufacturers for supporting this episode of Double Cuzzies. <laughs> oh my god, I love like imagine if you went over to somebody's house and they're like, "Hey, can I show you something really cool?" and you're like, "Yeah, what's up?" And they pulled out a fucking sticker notebook. <laughs> You're a 35 year old yeah. friend with a sticker notebook. I mean, I'd look at it for sure. I'd be interested. Yeah. <laughs> I was I, I was actually just looking at a sticker that I have and yesterday and thinking about, hmm, what if I put it on this cup? And then I'm like, well, I'm gonna have to wash, that, <laughs> but I'm gonna have to wash that cup. And then, so I guess I'll just leave it there on the corner of my desk, looking at me <laughs> for another year or two or four. <laughs> 
you need a sticker book. <laughs> yeah, I think um, we should maybe we should make some. You know, we'll make some double cuzzies <laughs> sticker cousies notebooks cousies. with our logo yeah. on it. Our our horrifying logo. <laughs> it could be like um, one of those like five minute journal notebooks, like our version with prompts, and mm. then you like choose a sticker to yes, represent the day. Yes. Yeah. See, yeah. this is the stuff that free Kalia is gonna come up with. <laughs> Listeners, get ready for a lot of random merch ideas random and also a Patreon because <laughs> now we actually do need money. <laughs> just kidding. We don't need money. We just like money. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, give us money, please. All right. Well, that was an excellent ad. Side note on editing those. Um, I like amped up the speed. I know it sounded one. like it. Yeah, it's like one point one five, but I feel like that's appropriate for for a, a sticker like notebook that. commercial. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wouldn't that be weird so. if you started listening to yourself at like a slower or a faster speed, and then you're like, you know, I like the way that my voice sounds better that way, so I'm gonna start talking mm-hmm. that way. Or you just get like voice dysmorphia. Is that a thing? <laughs> you think you should or want to sound a certain way oh well, i'm sure that that is a thing also if you want to start to hate the way that your voice sounds then just listen to yourself recorded for any amount of time i guess maybe this podcast is giving me voice dysmorphia or something <laughs> weird exercise. i forget where it was but the other day I, we were just out like running errands and i walked past this group of people talking and this guy was speaking it didn't sound like he was like trying to come off a certain way or like modify his voice but he sounded naturally like a youtube video at running at hot like 50 percent speed it was really weird <laughs> like really slow like that yeah. mm. yep the guy's just really chill mm-hmm. yeah maybe yeah. he was on it's something actually, it's actually a fun thing to do just to like watch a youtube at slow speed and it seems like the person is super high <laughs> <laughs> and then you realize that it's actually at full speed and you're really yeah. high <laughs> all right well on that note uh my next question for you Kalia, after the ad break is what are you most excited about doing next that's a good question um thank you i mean i'm working on it <laughs> <laughs> that's my constructive compliment for you good question good question all right we're done with that segment yeah what am I most excited about? That was a question, right? What am I most excited about? <laughs> yes, that was the question. You too need to get better at listening. Where am I listening <laughs> to? Um, I think I'm most excited about just seeing what I do with a lot of free time and a lot of emotional and mental space just to think about that and think about myself. I'm trying not to put too much pressure on myself or any pressure at all to figure out something work-wise right away. I would really like to, you know, just be free and play and adventure and like maybe take a trip or two. That's just very <laughs> frivolous and self-serving. Eat, pray, love. Skip the prey. Yeah, just eat. eat pray, love. Just eat. A lot of eat. <laughs> just eat. Um, so I'm just excited for that space. And I think the timing's kind of nice because the weather here is ideal right now. So just spending a lot of time outside and, and hopefully dipping into a few things that I've been wanting to spend time on lately, but just haven't had the capacity. I think one thing about just traditional or conventional work in general these days, and especially working from home, is that people are in front of a screen eight or nine hours a day. And typically at the end of workday, I won't even, I won't want to be 
doing work on a screen for any amount of time. Like maybe I'll have the energy to watch an episode of something, but I don't want to work. So um, just having that capacity freed up, like maybe taking an online course or just dabbling in God knows what. I mean, I still have, I, I have to think about that, but I'll have the time soon. So yeah, I think just seeing what I do with that free time and I've never really had that type of time to be productive in myself. So vacation is like vacation time, you know, you're tuning out, you're just relaxing and so I think the way that I, I think about myself and my output will change quite a bit. But, you know, I don't want to just dive into something right away and just be like working again. Mm-hmm. I want to give myself some space. What's the first thing you're going to do after your last day at work? Oh, get crunk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, cocktails would be great. <laughs> <laughs> I actually do have a, we're taking a little road trip that Friday after my last day. So it'll be nice to get out of town. Um, I'm going to go hiking in this canyon in Southern Arizona. So that won't be right after, but yeah, probably a celebratory dinner or drinks or something. Mm-hmm. And do the balloon thing already. So that Oh yes. Like... Talk about that. Talk <laughs> about the day that you gave notice. Yeah. So the day that I gave notice, I'll just kind of the action of it snapped together pretty quickly for me. The night before I had a conversation with my partner that made a lot of things make sense and made the decision feel more positive rather than a risky thing. And then that morning I was thinking about it. I was like, is today the day or should I wait until Wednesday because I have a meeting with my supervisor that I could just drop it then and then I was like you know why am I waiting around why am I going to put myself through three more days of thinking about this when I'm pretty sure this is the decision I want to make so put my notice in my partner got home I told him and he was like super surprised (laughs) that I had done it which I was kind of I mean I'm happy about the way it turned out because it was completely my decision. Mm-hmm. Like it was a very conscious, informed decision. I didn't have somebody pushing me into it. And there were also a lot of other factors that I could have stuck around for and benefited from. I'm up for a bonus soon. I'm up for a raise. I had some approved vacation time that I could have taken advantage of. But I thought about it and I realized I would not have liked the type of person that would have made me if I was sticking around just for that. Mm-hmm. I had so many people telling me like, stick around for the free money. Like mm-hmm. that's going to be free money in your pocket in March. And I realized like that money is not worth another month and a half of this stress Yep. and possibly depression and, you know, just having myself in this shitty situation or the, yeah, yeah, it was a shitty situation <laughs> for another few weeks. So um, it felt really good to make that decision for myself on that day. And it's trivial, but realizing that my last day, if I'd put my two weeks in that day would be the day of my five-year anniversary to the day. I was like, that's a nice, that's a nice conclusion to this. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So my partner got home. I told him he was super surprised, very supportive. And he was like, how should we celebrate? And I was like, I don't know, maybe just like, you know, have a nice night at home. Maybe we can like get some doves and release them <laughs> to the air as a symbolic gesture. And um, he was like, how about a balloon? And it was really weird because I had had a dream about 
in the dream, I was trying to let go of a balloon and it was getting stuck, like stuck in trees, stuck in this net, stuck in the air. And I just could not release this thing. I was so desperately trying to let go. And I told him about it and he was like, okay, I'm going to go get you a balloon. <laughs> so, it was like, we have 30 minutes of daylight. He ran to the Safeway down the street. I was just expecting him to come back with like a little latex party balloon. And he walks in the door with this giant metallic pink number five <laughs> he was like it's just perfect there was a one and a five for some reason and I had to get this Whoa. one so it was letting the five years go and it um felt like a very appropriate freeing release and celebration of the day think about was- if you had waited another 10 years and then oh you God. went and got a 15 <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah, that would I be a terrible like, decade. Yeah, that would be a lot of anguish. There was a really weird moment when that, because the balloon was so big, it was probably like, it was huge. It was like three or four feet tall. Um, but there was a moment where it just kind of got stuck, like kind of tabletop position, and it was just spiraling above us. <laughs> for a good, like five minutes. Now, it was like, just oh. spiraling. <laughs> I think what we what we realized though, right, though, Kaylee, is that even in a spiral, you get to where you want to go. It just exactly. takes you a lot fucking longer. <laughs> the spiral helps you work through it. Yes. The yeah, five was working through some shit on its way yeah. to ascending <laughs> to the sky. And now power lines. <laughs> where yes. It's coming down. No, now it's in heaven. <laughs> All balloons it's go to heaven. No, it's probably in the reservation somewhere. Yeah. Sorry for the pollution, but thank you for a... accepting my offering. It's <laughs> <laughs> <is> my offering. <laughs> but I think that there is something really powerful in marking special moments and like milestones like that in our life with something physical and tangible and like a ritual of some sort. Oh, yeah. And it's like, I'm going to remember that moment forever. And there was a feeling associated with it. And the fact that I felt very supported with somebody who I'd been able to talk to and then went out and got this balloon. And it was this like fun and playful thing, but it definitely marked a turning point. So yeah, it was a great feeling. And then in a year from now or a year from your last day at work, we'll go back to that safe way and we'll get the one and then we'll release (laughs) it. And then we'll talk about what you've done for the past year. Mm, we'll have yeah. your annual review of like how did you spend your time off was it productive it better have been productive Kalia <laughs> I hope so no how but I mean I think that's part of it though too is like we're always just trying to be productive and mm-hmm. like we need to take some fucking time and chill out too yeah <laughs> and it's so rare to I mean at any point in life but especially in adulthood to be in a position where you can give yourself that time I mean, one, to have the resources to do that for mm-hmm. yourself, and then two, just getting there mentally and and psychologically. And like, I think we're so programmed to, we're all stuck in the matrix. <laughs> <laughs> like we're so programmed to just be a part of the system or have this traditional path of work. And yeah, it, it's it's a very rare thing. And, and hopefully I I come out of it with a lot of insights about myself and what's important to me and and my relationships with other people and just a fresh view on everything so yeah definitely well what scares you most not Mm. like spiders or something I mean like about the Mm. next (laughs) the next phase yeah um I think not being able to figure it out Mm. 
kind of scares me, but I think I need to give myself patience and take off the pressure because that's obviously a lingering feeling. Like, oh, I need mm-hmm. to figure something out. Figure it, whatever it is. Yeah, whatever yep. it is. And um, I think that's that's the fear right now. Like, not being able to find that place. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm in a spot where I'm willing to put in the effort and the work, but just kind of I guess a feeling of being lost. And I don't know if that'll happen. Yeah. So, but it's with this decision being made, it definitely seems like oh, I I, I could fall into that place. But that all comes with you know not ever being in the situation before, not really knowing the territory. So. Um, yeah, I mean, definitely, like you said, you give yourself some grace of mm-hmm. when you started working. And you started working in the system of work. Like, you didn't know how to do that either. Mm-hmm. And so you figured it out. And so you'll figure yeah. this out too. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, what I do professionally, I, I do really enjoy aspects of it. So I don't want to totally discount all of that experience mm-hmm. I've had. But I just hope that I can find a way to make it work for me in a more fulfilling and healthy way. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if I, if I am lost and it takes a while to figure that out, then... You know, it sounds scary right now, but I'm hoping that can just be part of the growing and learning experience. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I think my final question for today. So like you said, when we were listening back to episode three and like we were talking about the audio and that I noticed that, yes, you sounded different. But I realized I didn't notice it until I was listening to the audio after the fact and not Mm -hmm. in real time. And so my question to you now is, as you are entering on this next phase of self-discovery, how can I be helpful to you? Wow, I appreciate you asking that. Um, Your support so far has been super, super valuable. And just, I feel like you're somebody who I can come out with anything, with my feelings that I'm going through, with what I'm thinking. So I think because you know me so well and we have that dynamic just that simple, simple notion of being there. That's so important to me. And that's something that I really love about our relationship. And then also to like, keep me in check because you know me so well. And- oh, I've never hesitated to do that before. Right, Kayla? <laughs> no, actually, I never have. You've never needed no. anything to be checked. So no, I yeah. mean, who knows what's going to happen. But um, I think I'm a pretty grounded person. But I just there's so much unknown that um, to have somebody like you who knows me so well and and knows kind of the what it's like to have similar hangups and and backgrounds like I think just being that kind of steady voice and somebody that I can you know come to with my feelings and what I'm going through maybe it's going to be in a different way the next few months or God knows how long, but I think that's the biggest thing. And I've, I've felt that from you for a long time. And I think especially now that I'll, it'll be different, but I'll need that. So I love you. you. I love you too. <laughs> Thank you for asking. Um, yeah, that means a lot. Thank you. Also like that video of you and Kiki you sent me. <laughs> so Emily was one of the first people I told, like, I think today's the day I'm going to do the deed. And you sent me a video and it was you and Kiki just saying hi and I love you and you can do this. And like that helped so much, like, because I was just like here in my office, like, 
am I doing the right thing? Like, what am I thinking? Is just this just a moment that I'm having? And you've heard me out this whole time. And just to get that piece of reassurance and support, that was really, really helpful. And I felt very loved in that moment. Good. All right. I'll send you more geeky videos. <laughs> that I can do. He's a good cheerleader. This feels weird because I haven't asked you anything. Oh, yeah. Anything you want to ask me? <laughs> I mean, since this is one of the big hangups and things I had to work through was like, what will family think about this? And how, how does this feel to to see someone in your family take this step or go through this? I think that... I have seen other people in our family do something, very few, but Mm -hmm. some, you know, to do kind of their own thing. But I haven't seen the inner workings of their mind as they've been going through the process of thinking about, well, should I make a change? Should I just take a step back so that I can actually think about what that change should be? And so I think it's been really interesting and like exciting for me to, to get to see that part of you because obviously that's not something that comes up in you know, family gatherings or family discussions and stuff. And so I think that it's also been interesting to see you go through this process and then to understand like the pressure that you're feeling and to see you get out from under that too. (laughs) So that's been inspiring, I will say. I think that it makes, you know, it makes me question a lot too of, well, what are our family's perceptions of us, Mm -hmm. right? And because I know you so well, but I also know like that I've known you since a child, right? And so I think a lot of people in our family, and this probably never goes away in any family, is like they see the the grandchildren or children as children always. Mm-hmm. And so I think that it's like, oh well, <laughs> you know, the perception is going to be, oh, well, Kaylee is just trying to figure figure out her life, and she's just taking some time and everything, but. I think that people don't understand how scary that can be and how brave you have to be to do that. Mm-hmm. And so I have a lot of admiration for you, Kaylee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you can phone a, you can phone me as a friend when you tell your parents to do what you want. <laughs> that means a lot to be, you know, not just for the action to be recognized, but the actual growth and the feelings behind it. Because I think that's something that our family is not good at. Mm-hmm. And so to have somebody like you reflect that to me, I, I feel very, very seen and very understood in a way that I don't really get from anybody else. So thank you for that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, parents and they're always going to want their kids to be financially secure and in, you know, relationships and all that stuff and secure in other ways. And I think when they have judgments, a lot of the times I think it comes from them being scared that you're doing something that they don't understand. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's like for us to progress as a family, you know, we need to take risks because we have been put into positions to be able to do that safely. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, mm-hmm. I'm like really happy that you're doing that. It's going to be really mm-hmm. exciting. And I'm, I'm so interested to see what you come up with because you're one of the most creative people I know. So <laughs> I'm excited for that. We'll see. Uh, I'm excited to finally feel that I have the space to do that. And and honestly, the support to, you know, from you and, and a few other people in my life that made this decision a little more comfortable. Like, I don't feel like I'm totally alone and have to just in a silo. Mm-hmm. Like, it's really important and very 
very special to me that I have you and people like you who can be there for me. So thank you. Yep. You're welcome. Always. You hear all of the uh, ins and outs of everything that's going on in my life too. And so, Mm -hmm. yeah, when I come to the big introspective moment again, again, because there's been many over (laughs) the past couple of years, I know that you'll be there for me. And now it'll be all on tape or whatever this is. (laughs) I say tape like an old person. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, let's wrap it up there. And we'll come back next week for regular programming, I guess. Whatever that is. (laughs) What is that regular programming? This is regular programming. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) No, I'm excited for the, the topic that we originally had slated for. Yeah. I'm expecting you to come up with a lot of topics (laughs) and listeners, I guess, if you have any suggestions about what you want to hear us talk about and spiral about, Mm -hmm. please reach out. I don't know how you would reach out. Probably text message because the only people (laughs) listening are people who are our friends. So you know how to reach us. You don't need to find us on social media. You already know us. I will reach out to you. I will reach out. Yes. Kalia, if you have anything that you want the cousins to talk about, (laughs) please reach out to your cousin and tell her. (laughs) Oh my gosh. But we are now on, well, we're on all of we're on all of the streaming platforms that I could figure out how to get us onto easily. <laughs> so we're on Apple Podcasts, we're on Spotify, uh, we're on Google Podcasts, Stitcher, wherever the fuck you get your podcasts, oh, I guess. And if you get your podcasts from not there, you can also just go to like our RSS feed, which I don't also don't really know what that is or means, but we have one. Um, if you can find it you can listen to it there yeah I mean I work in tech but not that kind of tech so (laughs) I don't understand and wherever you're listening to us if you can give us a rating then please do yeah and um, if that platform that you're listening to us on uh, has any way to give us money like you know (laughs) give give us money too I guess (laughs) this is a pledge drive (laughs) this is a pledge drive (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. If you have any ideas about what Kalia should do next, please Mm. reach out. Hit us up in the DMs of wherever you are. I don't know. Um, Yeah. Just text her. Text, or you can text me and I can relay the message. Mm -hmm. If you're one of my friends and you're listening, I'll tell Kalia that, Mm -hmm. hey, XYZ says you should do this. They know nothing (laughs) about you. Actually, they know a lot about you because they've listened yeah. to four episodes of this. So I'm open to suggestions. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Until next time. Play the outro. <laughs> thanks for listening to Double Cuzzies, where we're cousins. And friends. But most importantly, we're family. Bye. Bye. <laughs>